Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 224, recorded live on Saturday, October 1st, 2011, and here are your hosts, the man who probably doesn't know what recording in October means for the podcast, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who knows what recording in October means for the podcast, Andy Lowe. Hi. I'll bite. What does recording in October mean for the podcast? Well, would you like to take a guess? Not particularly. It has to do with the audio. The audio. And it's October. Yes. I am stumped. It has to do with one of our themes. With one of our themes. Yes. Has it been a year for the year games already? No. No, no. Uh, uh, how about our closing theme? Yeah, I don't know. It's when I switch our closing theme to the oh. funeral march of a marionette. Okay. You know, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. No, wait, that's Fantasia. Yeah, that, that's Sorcerer's Apprentice, Andy. <laughs> I was thinking of the Alfred Hitchcock theme. Ah. Yeah. Switch over to Funeral March for a Marionette for the month of October. Okay. There really isn't any song for Thanksgiving, so November's kind of open, but once November hits, then I switch over to the uh, one-ups and their Super Mario Brothers sleigh ride. So it's a fun time for me. It's like, oh, yay. And no, he gets to change. Okay. No no offense to Johnny, who, um, Johnny Nero, who is currently holding down our closing theme Woo. with a song off of his um, debut album side note he's got a second album out now Woo! but we uh we have him currently but then i switched to more festive yes because halloween is just so much fun i need to think of a costume to do this year and i'm tempted to go with your costume from high school gum on the bottom of a shoe yeah because no one out here would have done it i actually got that from a tv show except yeah. she did gum on the bottom of a chair and she the lady had a hard hat that was painted pink and she somehow had a chair attached to it like a tiny yeah, chair that's a little bit more um involved yeah I think gum I'm on the bottom gonna, of your shoe worked out you quite well put a shoe on your head yeah. that's fine it's not too bad what are you doing for halloween i, I don't know I, I have not figured this out yet i love how like i literally have a closet full of costumes but i haven't figured out what to wear on a completely side note um mo's wedding is in two weeks he actually um is trying to convince me to wear my waldo outfit to the wedding yes so he can sneak me into some of the wedding photos this is the groom asking you to do this yes double check with the bride <laughs> but go for it <laughs> I'm probably not going to bring the whole outfit because it seems weird wearing jeans to a wedding, but I might just bring the shirt and the hat and the glasses. That way I can like stand behind people and you'll just see the upper half. Bring the jeans and just keep them in the car. Yeah, but it's an outdoor wedding and I'll have to change and it's... Hey, when I was Mr. Pretty Leg, well, one of the nominations for Mr. Pretty Legs in high school, I had to, because um, we were also doing marching band for that, so I had to switch from Mr. Pretty Legs, because I was in the parade, mm -hmm. to my marching band outfit for mm -hmm. pregame, back to my Mr. Pretty Legs outfit for halftime, and then back to my marching band outfit for the rest of the game. For the show. Yeah. Yeah. There was one bathroom on the opposite side of the football field. <laughs> Andy just runs. That's I did that over and it was so annoying. Oh my god. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, Mo's wedding is in two weeks. Yes. Which means in two weeks I have to drive to Chicago and then fly to Cleveland. You could take the train, but you probably already got your plane tickets. I have my plane tickets, yes. The train to where? To Chicago? No, take the train from Chicago to Cleveland. Oh. Uh I might have been able to swing that, but probably not. Mm. It's like a three-hour drive to Chicago. Yes. I have to drive that back when I come home from for work. True. And it's going to be a full weekend for you. Yeah. Like Friday, I'll probably head out to Milwaukee, stay there overnight, drive down Saturday morning, catch the plane, have the wedding on Saturday, and Sunday I get to do it all backwards. I should really make my reservations. <laughs> 
Yeah, I need to get on that. Oh. I'll do that after the show. I'm not going to remind you. I'm sorry, but that's funny and silly. Isn't it? So, speaking of costumes. Oh, God. Um, well, just speaking of clothing and um, outfits. As long as we're talking about keeping clothing on. Yes. yes. Um, so Adam Sessler does his Sessler soapbox, right, on X-Play, and then he also posts them online. Okay. Um, he posted one, the most recent one, which if, if you go to the our, uh, link saying, what is Sessler wearing? Um, granted, you'll have to walk through the intro to his video. Okay. But if you want to fast forward to, I think, 15 seconds, it's the start of it. He is wearing one of the t-shirts from the Lando cult. Oh my God, are you serious? Yes, he is wearing one of the Lando Never cult. forget, Lando, yep. oh my God, Wow. For those who don't know, the uh, Johnny Nero and uh, Click Pick Tony and Burnt Toast, most of the guests that we've had on the show every year at PAX do some sort of prank. And this year they created a cult of Lando, basically. It, it was the Never Forget, it was the Lando Calrissian Society. Yes, I couldn't remember the official title. And I guess Sessler asked him for a t-shirt, him being, I think, Tony. Yeah, uh, Tony and Toast were the ones in charge. So who's going to say no when Sessler says, hey, can I have one of those t-shirts? That's amazing and awful and terrifying <laughs> all roped into one well done lando calrissian society or lando society i don't remember which it is but i thought you'd get a kick out of that because very much so <laughs> it's the lando society ah there you go so yeah, i just wanted to that was a quick aside and since we were talking about clothes at the time all right well we we can get off the topic of clothes and i think get onto the topic of stocks socks no Holy not socks? socks no bamboo off socks? Of clothing oh man bamboo stocks. socks are so comfortable will you get off the topic of socks. You know, I promise you have to trim your toenails, otherwise you will cut a hole in one of those things like nobody's business. Which, which socks are these? The bamboo socks. Bamboo socks? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of bamboo socks. Kate got me a pair when she was shopping for shoes at DSW. And bamboo got, socks. Yeah. They are Calvin so... Klein bamboo blend. Yeah. They're so soft and comfortable. Oh my goodness. Are they warm? No, they're very thin. But they're oh. fine for, you know, dressy outfits. I have dress socks, though. I know, but the bamboo dress socks. Oh, so I, nice. I'm not spent no you know what also was a good sock the aloe socks you know okay fine aloe socks yes i think i can beat that aloe infused spa socks is what they're officially titled but i have a microwavable sock <laughs> all socks are microwavable so no, no. they don't have metal in them this these are designed to go in the microwave <laughs> to retain even more heat so it's like one of those microwavable hot pads that you can just turn into a sock yep that also would be very nice it would be nice and toasty yeah especially in the winter I have to find them. I don't know what I did with them. I don't know if I even brought them with me. <gasps> I know. You left your microwavable socks. I left Sorry. my microwavable sock. Did Plural. you leave it in the microwave? No. My microwave is here, so if I had left it in the microwave, I'd have it. Sorry, I'm just thinking microwavable socks is a funny thing to say. Well, so on the Lando Society, there is a, a Twitter feed okay. with the search phrase of Lando Calrissian. It's actually really active. So basically, it just posts anytime somebody posts anything on Twitter about Lando Calrissian. Yeah, it, Lando. it's just anytime someone posts about Lando Calrissian, huh. it's there. And it's actually really, really active. That is interesting. Anyways, oh. stop. Stocks. God, I had one about Twitter, too. I have to find the link. Hold on. So we'll talk nope, about nope. stocks. Stocks. All right. Stocks. Amazon stock and Kodak. Okay. Kodak. A Kodak moment. Kodak stocks. Stock footage? No. 
stock like you trade stocks, like the Hollywood Stock Exchange, except for companies and with real money. <laughs> so, like the actual stock exchange. Yes. Like the New York Stock Exchange. Indeed. Okay. Kodak is worth 70 cents. Ooh. Uh, They've probably already been delisted by this point. Yeah. That you. I mean, when you think about it, Kodak used to be the film company, right? I mean, like, you'd go to the store and you'd go and buy a roll of film. What did you buy? Kodak. Because that's all there was. If you were really, really advanced and you did, like, heavy-duty photography... You might go and buy Ilford yeah. or Fuji. I always actually bought Fuji, but I know what you're going with. Right. But Kodak was like over half the aisle. So why did they suddenly drop from $1.75 to $0.54? Cents? Uh, Because the, well, I, I couldn't tell you why, Andy. My guess would be that people are panicking and saying, oh my God, the company is worthless and we have no money left. We're going to declare bankrupt. But I'm looking at more, uh, a bit further trend. This last drop from like a buck fifty to fifty cents. That's nothing when you compare it to the fact that it used to be this enormous company. Yeah, go look up EK. It died. Okay, so this is why it dropped because um, the Wall Street Journal reported that Kodak was hiring restructuring advisors, a possible path to yeah, bankruptcy they're, filing. They're doing bankruptcy. So that news made it just drop all the way down to that final 69 cents nail in the coffin yeah well that's what happens they didn't evolve with the times mm-hmm. well they they couldn't because they were stuck printing film yeah who made the chips when cameras started moving to digital who makes the chips it's not kodak no it's things People like should have canon and nokia yeah, you should have seen this coming when polaroid said we're done that should have been the first hint that should have been like oh god time to get out of film but they yeah they were stuck because they're not a tech company they're a film company they tried to do tech for a little bit. Yeah, which you just outsource it to somebody else and just put your name on it, which may or may not work well. Yep. Okay, so sorry, your news article linked to a Twitter account, which then linked to a Bloomberg article, which is how I found that information out. Okay. So speaking of Twitter, I actually just posted this, so you're going to have to refresh your page. Oh, fine. I was going to continue about stocks, but whatever. We can go back to stocks after this. Okay. Twitter, yes. Um, we actually um, inadvertently were one of the first people to break this story because I was sitting at home when this email came out from Valve stating that the Portal 2 DLC, which was originally supposed to come out in September, and then there was no word because it's Valve, things get delayed, um, that Portal 2, the DLC, is coming out on October 4th, on uh, what, Monday? Yeah. Uh, no, Tuesday. the third is Monday, so Tuesday. Um, so the Portal 2 co-op DLC is coming out on Tuesday, titled Peer Review. It's all co-op for a whole new set of co-op levels, new Gladys stuff, new challenge modes. So, But I thought it was just kind of funny that I posted it on Twitter saying, hey, look, DLC's finally coming out on October 4th, and I wanted to link to an article about that. And then you couldn't find an article. Yeah. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> I jokingly posted on our Twitter feed, you heard it here first, just because... It's something to do. Yeah. And then, like, 30 seconds later, I'm trying to find anything even on twitter about it and i couldn't and i'm just like oh wow you actually did hear it here first so props dave even though you didn't do anything i didn't do well no hey i had the foresight to create the ra podcast twitter account okay good props for that thank you props for actually using the ra podcast twitter account <laughs> anybody who's following the twitter account most likely it's me you, you well no actually i think the majority of the posts are not you okay the majority of the posts are automatically stuff that dave connected to the posting uh, who, of who set up the automatic posts? Dave. Awesome. If there's something that doesn't seem like it's coming from a robot, then That's it's Andy. me. Yeah. Not always, but most of the time. All right, so do you want to go back to stocks now? Uh, 
well, I want to go back to stocks because we were talking about them before the show. Okay. And we were saying like, oh, ah, ha, ha, look at funny stocks. And oh, my God, look at Amazon stock, which is ridiculously high. Especially um, before all of this. And it, it's ridiculously high because Amazon released more Kindles. Look at all the Kindles. All the lonely people reading their Kindles. <laughs> People still reading books? What's that? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. All right, we'll have to talk about that later, but Firefox 7 is annoying the hell out of me. Okay. But yes, the new Kindles are out. There's the Kindle Touch, the Kindle Fire, and the... What are they calling it? Just, oh, the Kindle Cheap. They don't call it the Kindle Cheap, but it is cheap. It's what, the first one under 100 bucks? It is a $79 Kindle. Fully functional. Uh, Wi-Fi only, so it doesn't have WhisperNet, so I guess it's not fully functional. No. But functional. Six inch. It's a little small for a... Really? Really? Six inches? Dear sir, go to your bookshelf and pull out any paperback. I actually have a paperback, which is my crosswords paperback, and I have a measuring tape sitting on... No, no. Crossword is not going to count because those are oversized. Go grab a standard paperback. Oh, God. All right, fine. I'll go wander over to the bookshelf and get myself a frickin' paperback that is exactly the same size as my crossword paperback. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you made me get up for that. Okay, fine. How big is it? <laughs> well, hold on. Now I have to put this other book back on the shelf. Okay, we're talking angle, because we're looking at display size. Yep, diagonal. Um, eight inches. All right. And that is going to be big because it is across. I don't, your other book is just freakishly large. All right. I'll take another paperback book off the shelf. Eight inches. Another paperback book off the shelf. That's a funny sound, by the way. Eight <laughs> inches. Are they all eight inches on that? Yes. The, granted, a couple of these are old, so let's grab a recent paperback. Um, 21, bringing down the house. The newer released after the, before the movie. Eight inches. I don't know how you're getting eight inches, because I've got one in my hand that's what I think of when I think of paperback, and it's like seven inches. Not even going... seven. It's, it's more like six inches from corner to corner. Yeah, corner to corner. That's what I'm doing with my paperback books right now. Wait, this one I actually am reading right now, so. All right, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm getting eight inches. I don't know okay. where. Okay, fine, eight inches. I accept defeat, so it's a little smaller. But then again, on a paperback, you lose space because of the binding. Yes. So if we really wanted to, we could. I would have to open up the book and measure the uh, amount of actual words It'll on there. Be almost eight inches, but still less. Yeah, because there is margins and spacing, but there's yeah. got to be margins on the screen. Really? Is there going to be margins? There's not going to be a, that much margins on the screen. Look at the picture. I'm not looking at the picture. I'm sorry. I'm getting comfortable again since I had to go over to my bookshelf to prove that you were wrong. Well, fine. Was it worth proving that I was wrong, though? Yes, it actually was. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. I mean, it happens so infrequently. Infrequently? <laughs> what What crazy cloud nine are you living on? My happy place. <laughs> Your happy place does not have a Twix board. Clearly not. You kicked my ass in that, sir. That's what I... Kate's like, but Dave won. I'm like, yeah, because it always takes me one game to warm up. She's like, you always say that. I'm like, I always say it because it's true. This time, it really was true. You had a couple of them. You could have actually beat me on the last game if you'd played it right, but... I didn't see how to play it right. Yeah. I was saying, so, like, what do I do? So, Dave, the question now becomes, are you going to buy yourself a Kindle? I don't know. Probably not. Oh, the $79 version is if you don't mind having ads on your ebook reader. Yes, it is the ad-supported version. So, you could pay, what, another 30 bucks and get it ad-free? Yep. I almost would want to do that. But the... Uh, okay, so there's the Kindle Cheap, the Kindle Touch, the Kindle with the keyboard, the, and then there is... 
is basically Kindle Fire. Ha 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 ha. But it's basically got the same screen as, well, not the same, same, same screen as the iPad, but... Damn close. Yeah, it's not just an e-reader, it's a tablet, is what it is. The Fire? Yeah. Yeah, it is an Android tablet. It is uh, priced at under $200. It's actually a really impressive little machine. Uh, it, it may... So I saw a, a statement saying that the iPad was responsible for something like 80% of the North America tablet shipments yeah. in the last quarter. This could probably change that. Well, you got to be careful, though, because um, I almost linked this article, but I didn't. But uh, one of the guys, I think it was at PC Mag or one of the other PC mags, like PC World, that sort of stuff, um, did an article when the iPad first came out saying, like, okay, what other options other than the iPad are out there? And he found 21 different tablets. And they all suck. Are you literally playing mergers right now? No, I played it three minutes ago. I'm done. I took my turn. You see, now when I record, I get myself in a room without any distractions. I have the internet in front of me. <laughs> and in fact, you have it in front of you too. I know. And so don't I you dare tell me you have no distractions. I stay away from the rest of the internet other than the links that we have for the podcast. Oh, I suppose I could do that. <laughs> oh, you suppose... Granted, I was actually thinking about ordering some microwave socks off of Amazon, but that's your fault for bringing it up. Uh, you could do that, I suppose. You could just leave it on a wish list for someone to get it for you for Christmas. I actually do. I'm actually starting to uh, create my Christmas wish list again. Since before, my Christmas list wish list basically had Ticket to Ride and a bunch of their expansions, um, a electric torque wrench, and Cash and Guns, which I really want to play that game at some point. Yeah, wait, Cash and Guns are on your wish list? It's a game called Cash and Guns. Cash, oh, the letter Cash in Guns. Wait. Cash and guns cash and guns yes and sometimes the s's are spelled with dollar signs i see but for some odd reason the price has actually gone up before it was only 40 bucks now uh the price is 75 dollars so but it's basically a game like a mexican standoff and it <laughs> you actually play the game with foam guns that you point at everybody else at the table seriously yeah you should ask brennan about oh wait <laughs> you're not in the same building and i keep on freezing you guys have all uh, yeah we out. moved i know so we don't also think- live there there anymore. No, I was thinking, oh yeah, next week, I'm going over there for the half marathon. I could record with... Oh, wait. Oh, sad. You could start doing marathons and half marathons out here. Yes, but that would be even farther away. It's only a six-hour drive as opposed to a two-hour drive. So, one way is one and a half times the distance round trip. Yes. (laughs) But you'd get to see Madison, which is actually a very beautiful city. And you could see Kate's family. I've seen Madison. I've seen Kate's family. I'm a little good at the moment. Well, fine. So, speaking of um, the iPad, Apple has officially now announced their um, October 4th event. Officially? (laughs) Yes. Okay. The invitations were released featuring the iOS icons for calendar, clock, Google Maps, and phone applications. Beneath them, it said, tagline let's talk iphone so the event is going to be on october 4th um people are thinking that the iphone is going to be released uh on october 15th really because um god somebody else is playing another one of my games what? i get my little email pops up whenever somebody sends me an email and this one was check the card values round two somebody is now my turn ah. as well um but at&t verizon and apple have all blocked out vacation for employees <laughs> for that week so that's really like okay so they're probably going to release them that time wow so yeah there's going to be an iPhone 5. Good well, supposedly there. there's going to be an iPhone 5, and supposedly there's also going to be an iPhone 4S, which so is... So what's, what's the difference going to be between the 4 and the 4S? 
um, the 4S is basically going to be a toned-down version of the 4, so you can they can sell them for a lesser price in emerging markets. We're talking third-world countries where most of the phone networks now are all mobile phone networks. And there's Because when you're rolling out, why roll out wireline when you can just roll out wireless faster? Granted, you still have to roll out a wireline backbone for the wireless, yeah. but tomato, tomato. So it's going to be a cheaper, more toned-down version. Suppose this is all... So, supposition. Yes, supposition. Um, my apologies Speculation. To, to anybody who's actually listening to this after the fifth. We we can't predict the future. No. Unfortunately. Unless Life it involves cool either could. Dave or myself, then I can predict what I will be doing on Sunday. This or Sunday? Monday. Yes. Tomorrow. I can predict what I'll be doing tomorrow. So. But can you predict it accurately? Mm, to a point. <laughs> like, do you know what time you'll be doing certain things? Let's see. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball's first pitch for Tigers Yankees is at 3.07 tomorrow. There was a game last night, too, but that got rained out after one inning of play. Okay. And then they're playing another game tonight, and then now they're playing one on Sunday. Sunday was supposed to be a rest day, but now they're playing. And then, then they're playing a game on Monday, too. Oh, crazy weekend. Sorry, it's Tigers baseball, so that's why I didn't bring it up, because you don't pay attention to baseball. No, no. I, I still maintain that baseball is the most boring sport after golf and uh, NASCAR. What you could do to help is keep score. There is a board called the scoreboard. I know. Whose but, only purpose is to do that for you. But it keeps you engaged in the action. When you're going, okay, not only this person... Well, the scoreboard, the, the box score only gives you hits, runs, and errors. It doesn't tell you who Which had a great game. Which is already too much information. Oh, All man. I need to know is how many runs have been scored. But you don't want to know, like, who is the chance of running the series? Running the series is getting a single, double, triple, and home run. Or completing I, the circuit is what it's why also called. Why would I care? Is there an achievement point for that? <laughs> Does the team get a special trophy for doing this? No. Then why the fuck do I care? You're a math person. Don't you like stats? Yes. Well, then, but not collecting much... them. <laughs> oh, man. Baseball is full of stats. You should... Have you seen Moneyball yet or no? I have not. Ah, it's also about stats and baseball. So yeah. you may or may not like it. Um, why would I do this? Like, no, just no. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that the Tigers are doing so well. But you're not a baseball fan. I'm not a mind. baseball fan. Someone really, this actually this past weekend, someone said it the best way for me to, to relay this. Baseball is America's pastime. It is what you do when you have nothing else to do. Because, yeah, you can burn a couple of hours watching a game. Yep. However, with modern technology and access and the other innovations that have been made since baseball was first kind of incepted, uh, I, I'm never that bored. Okay, I guess I will not be keeping score with Dave. So what's this Google uh, October 11th event? So Apple's got their event on the 4th. Yeah. Google and Samsung have their event on the 11th, one week later. And they are supposed to announce Ice Cream Sandwich. So that would be Android 2 point. No. No, is this Android 3 point? No. Or is this Android 4 point? The, the working theory, since Google has kept very tight-lipped about this, is that it will be 4.0. Well, what's going to run 4.0? Is it going to be a tablet-based? Is it going to be phone-based? Is it going to well, be some sort of hybrid? It what is be, going to happen? It will be a hybrid, actually. So Honeycomb was designed... So when Google finished with Gingerbread, the G, uh, they said, oh crap, tablets are huge. We've got to get on this now. And they actually did what they they really shouldn't have done. I guess they should have, but it's a dangerous thing to do. They split their development team. And they said, you guys right there, yet you, you're going to work on Android 3.1. You guys over there are going to work on Honeycomb. Honeycomb is going to be exclusively for tablets. It will not run on 
phones. But Honeycomb got labeled as Android 3.0. Yes. Honeycomb was 3.0. The other one was 3.1. The other one never actually got its own little dessert name. It was just Android 3.1. Which I still have not seen on any phone yet. Or is the new Galaxy running that? I think the new or one. the Nexus? Or... Yeah. Not many things run 3.1. Oh, so speaking of Android and phones, um, somebody found out. Now, this is only... Oh, this you got to be kidding me again. What? No, the way that my links were copied from... Did you copy bad links? No. Okay, we're going to put that one on hold so I can bring up this next one because this is pissing me the hell off. All right? Uh-oh. Firefox Guys, 7. That link actually works, by the way. Um, Firefox 7 was released. Um, it, the, the good part is the fact that they have really worked on keeping their memory use low. No memory leaks? Well, not as bad as what they were. So many people have done tests and they're saying it's working at about um, 30 to 40 percent better than Firefox 6. Okay. The bad part is the fact that the HTTP colon backslash backslash URL prefix is hidden. So when I try to copy links... You don't get the prefix. No, which is why I'm having issues. Well, perhaps you should re-enable that. I I planned on. I didn't know it was going to be this bad because I was it's like a little... no one needs to see HTTP anymore. Well, when you're you know when you're posting links. Well, I'm just realizing because I I hadn't thought about this. I'm looking up at the top. I'm running Chrome. Chrome doesn't have it. It's hiding HTTP. Yeah. I never realized that it did that. So you're not having a problem posting your links because I opened your links and they're yeah. Working. No, Chrome it it's got the HTTP in there. It's just not showing it. Uh... So yeah, Firefox 7 is out, which, oh my god, I, I know they want to um, get their releases Fast. faster, but this is just ridiculous. Well, I, you know, Andy, we reported on this. I know. We and- said Fire, you know, Mozilla published their roadmap, and it was that 5, 6, and 7 are all due out in 2011. And we looked at that and laughed, and we're like, ah, ha, 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 that'll never, oh god. It's happened, and it's an issue for me. <laughs> I don't want to have to keep updating my Firefox. <laughs> oh god, it did it again. Mm. Are all of your links broken? Not all of them for some other reason, but some of them are broken because of this. And I'm getting... Yes, I would like to destroy that link. Thank you. But the link I was trying to post to you, I can talk about it while I'm posting it. Yes. I think it's the fact that if I don't put an HTTP colon backslash backslash, um, it will actually put RA Podcast in there in front of it. Yeah, that's actually on the programming side. Yeah, that's actually Dave's fault. No, no, because that was not a bug. That was a feature. That's the idea that it does not... It'll do a relative link if you don't have a completely formed URL. Okay, so your feature now has become a bug, not due to any fault of your own. It's still a feature. <laughs> but it's a feature. You just got- have to learn to use Firefox. <laughs> Right, so going back to the um, issue, the Samsung Galaxy S2 has a security flaw. Now, this is only on the AT&T version of the phone, not the Sprint. Which, by the way, on, on a side note, yeah. the new Sprint commercial with like the skyrocketing data usage is kind of cool. But ending it with saying the Samsung Galaxy S2 Epic 4G, like what the fuck? <laughs> Come up with a better name for your phone. Oh, did, what about the, uh, what's the Harmony or whatever it is? The new one that's coming out from HTC. It's like the Sync or... I don't know. It's the weird one that's got that lady with the multiple arms. And then there's those all those stupid droid bionic commercials. Oh, God. You can take control of satellites with our phone. That was such... Well, she's sitting there like battling robots. I'm like, this is a phone commercial. Show me yeah. a phone. Oh, no, no. That one was actually kind of decent. The new ones are ridiculous because it shows someone with like top secret documents 
documentation on her phone. Say, <laughs> so, like, you can take control of your computer and access files on it. Yeah, you've been able to do that for a couple of years. You don't need to sync with wires anymore. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Either. Why is this one woman carrying around sensitive satellite data? <laughs> Well, my thing was the one where she was literally beating up robots and then, like, stealing parts from them. I'm like, why does this have to do with the phone? If it's an ad for a phone, show me a phone. Any phone would do. Doesn't even need to be your phone. Yeah, just show me a phone so I can understand that, oh, okay, this is a phone commercial, rather than, what the heck am I watching? But If you want to make a movie about a woman beating up giant robots, go for it. I'll go and watch it. Don't disguise it as a phone commercial. Oh, that's just like, I went finally saw a Drive, thinking, oh, hey, this is going to be like a movie about a driver, like a wheelman sort of thing. What cool. was it? Um, it was more Kill Bill than uh, actual, there was only three driving sequences in the entire movie. You name a movie Drive. Yeah. And there I, are three, were they long driving sequences? The first one was long. Were they complex driving sequences? The first one was very complex. I loved it. That was actually pretty cool. The end of that chase scene was actually really brilliant. The second one was not as uh, long, and the third one was extremely short. So it's like, okay, I was expecting driving sequences. I got three. The movie was so slow too. Oh. Sorry, we saw, um, not too long ago, what was it? Columbiana? It was an awful movie. Never go see it. Okay. So we t- oh yeah, the phone. <laughs> The phone, okay. The Samsung Galaxy S2 on AT&T has a horrible security flaw. So, now, you know how I have that security pad where you have to draw, the, you have to connect the dots in a certain pattern to unlock yeah, the phone? Yeah, it's pretty standard for Android devices. Yeah, well, it is standard for all Android devices. Yeah. You don't have it because you have your phone unlocked. Um, there's a way of bypassing that. Is this like you have to open the back of the phone and... Nope. Screw, no. All you have to you do have in to, order wait, to... Wait, wait, you have to install some backdoor program. Nope. Okay. Any phone that is an Android Galaxy S2 on AT&T, what you have to do to bypass the security is tap the lock button to wake up the display and then let the screen time out and go black. Then you tap the lock button again and the unlock screen is gone and the phone can be accessed. Uh, I... Well, I figured out a way around that then to permanently secure your phone. What? Set the screen time out to be like 10 hours. Well, you, um, okay, this is the, Samsung actually uh, later issued a following statement when people went, um. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got a little bit of a problem here. AT&T's problem, not ours. Well, they, um, AT&T hasn't responded yet, but the, Samsung says, Samsung and AT&T are aware of the user interface issue on the Galaxy S2 with AT&T. Currently, when using a security screen lock on the device, the default setting is for a screen timeout. If a user presses the power button on the device after the timeout period, it will always require a password. If a user presses the power button on the phone before the timeout period, the device requests a password, but the password is not actually necessary to unlock it. That says nothing about the um, actual issue, but that's what they said. Yeah. um, They say you can currently remedy the situation by resetting the timeout screen to the immediate setting. Okay, so the other direction of what I was going with. Yeah. Wait, but what's an immediate timeout? I'm not sure. Do you have to, like, hold down the button so it doesn't timeout then? I'm not sure, but it's actually in the settings, locations, and security screen unlock settings timeout immediate it's actually in the settings menu this sounds terrible i know this sounds like really 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 bad design but i'm very curious why is it only on the at&t version of the phone well because samsung makes the phone and then at&t sprint verizon and t-mobile make their own custom build of android to put on the phone ah okay that's why on your phone for instance you have the wi-fi calling thing 
yeah. which lets you connect to the T-Mobile market and T-Mobile network. You also have the, the My Phone on it, or My Account, right? If you were on AT&T's network, those wouldn't make much sense. No, that would not make much sense at all. On a completely side note, I think I smell popcorn now. Why do you smell popcorn? I think Kate made microwavable buttered popcorn. Well, okay then. Yeah. Are you planning on watching a movie this evening? No. She just made popcorn. Yes. Laura does that. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's tasty. Although, I, I prefer air pop to microwave. I prefer air pop to microwave too, but it's a lot quicker yes. to do microwave. And easier. Not so much fussing around. You don't have to melt the butter. So what should we hit next? Um, okay. Zanga. Speaking of stocks. Oh, God. Way back. So Zynga wants to do, wanted to do an IPO. You know, they were the hot number. They were making millions and millions in ad revenue and stuff like that. Yeah, and they wanted their, um, they wanted their IPO to be what one billion dollars bil- or something like that. One billion dollars. <laughs> well, um, it's not so much anymore. <laughs> no, their SEC filings for the fourth quarter reveal that year on year, Zynga's profits are down ninety five percent. Year on year, does that mean like at the same time last year? Yeah, Le- as the total last. Last year, their profits. Or, yeah, their uh, profits last year were twenty-seven point two million. At this time, this year, their profit is at one point three million. Maybe they are investing heavily in something, or maybe the company's making as much. It's just paying more to its executive, M- probably because their revenue is actually up. Yeah, but their profit is down a ton. That's disturbing. So yeah, they they haven't not put surprising, anything. but disturbing. most likely is because they haven't put out anything new, and so they're just reinvesting all their money back into the company. Yeah, or they're trying to develop something new. Yeah. Zynga on... No, wait, they've got Zynga on the iPhone. Um, They just released Cityville on Google+. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, their profits are down 95%. Granted, the company's valuation has now actually been increased up to $14 billion from $13.98. Oh, no! (laughs) Wrong direction! I think it's just Wall Street's fascination with making money from nothing. And there's nothing tangible with the digital companies. They're like, oh, hey, they can print it can print money no that's google and <laughs> i was nintendo. gonna say the nintendo wii that's that's nintendo as well <laughs> Ooh, that's a good segue nintendo power yes been around forever i think since like 1985 ish i think we have some of the not our first year issues but still pretty old issues of nintendo power at my parents house okay it might be closing down i you know in all honesty andy not surprised. I'm more surprised that it's still active than it's shutting down. I mean, really? Well, it's not even run by a U.S. company. It's a U.K. company that they um, they publish PlayStation, the official magazine, the official Xbox magazine, and Nintendo Power, along with PC Gamer, at Gamer, and uh, they run Games Radar as well. Okay, which is a decent enough site. Yeah, they were actually planning on switching to a digital model in July, but now they're saying um, we, we might not be able to do that. So next month they're going to announce a further update in blueprints for 2012 and beyond, but um, it might not only be the end of Nintendo power but all of the official magazines which granted most of the gaming magazines now have to fight with online yeah it, like it's just not even worth it yeah so what are they gonna do? oh they're spending it in front of their times in front of their computer playing video games it's so easy to go to gamestop yeah not gamestop GameSpot, or ign or kotaku or this that and the other thing blah, 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 blah. rather than wait for a magazine to randomly show up now at the same time there is something to be said about having a magazine because it's pretty cool well the the ability to have a 
long form article, long form expose of something, it's a lot easier to do it and it's a lot easier to read it in print than it is on the screen. Right. I swear I have to find that study again where somebody took like the top 10 articles and like Digger, this, that, and the other thing and compared it to like article size in different magazines and that computer articles, even though they're talking about the same subject and they're considered long form, are still shorter than articles in a magazine. I'm not surprised. No, that's not. It's another thing of not um, surprising at yeah, all. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> the sky is blue. Yes. Um, the FCC now is getting sued over the net neutrality rules. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. By who? Not, not by the people we thought we were going to sue them again. AT&T and Verizon. Yeah. Um, this time they're getting sued by uh, the Free Press. Not the Detroit Free Press. That's every time I hear somebody talk about the Free Press, I think of yeah. the well, Detroit. Well, it comes from growing up in southeast Michigan, but yeah. yes. They're saying that the rules, the net neutrality rules laid down by the regulator are different for fixed line and mobile lines and that um, they should they should be all the same for everything. Uh-huh. Which t- there is a major difference between trying to access the Internet on your phone and trying to access it through Comcast or some other well, wired. At some point, it all comes back to the same things. Yeah, which is that's what their argument is, is their argument says, hey, it's one Internet. There should be the same rules for everybody. But huh. the, wo- the wireless carriers, they say, are not allowed to block voice and other applications. That's in the net neutrality rules. But beyond that, they have free reign. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you I mean? Yes, it's all the same Internet, but but you you aren't using your phone to stream well to play. Wow. Well, I guess I did use my phone to play. Wow. Actually. (laughs) But the the amount of bandwidth that they're able to put through a wired Internet. Right. But that's short term thinking. Yeah. Right. And right now, maybe these are the short term rules. But Yeah. That's like saying the same rules for a three year old as should be the same rules for an adult. Yes. But at the same time, if the three year old starts like actually killing people, (laughs) then the three year old should face the adult laws. You're you're not going to give. Well, I don't know about the adult laws, but you're not going to give the three year old a time out and let it go. No. (laughs) There has to be special rules for uh, some sort of network or some sort of business model or anything that is still getting off the ground. There has to be different rules. There has to be different mindset compared to somebody yeah. that's been established But at the for same decades. time, I mean, the, the three-year-old metaphor doesn't work well. No. Because that implies that they're, you know, they're non-developed cognitively. I don't know. Some of those mobile carriers. I know. <laughs> but that's the point. Like, even the startups, you want them to get into best practice now, right? But... You, I mean, you don't want them to be doing all this throttling and build their business model around it and then come to them and say, OK, now that you're grown up, now that you're bigger, now that you've been here for a couple of years, now we're adding rules. You want then, to build it from the ground up with these rules in mind. But there's a comes to a point, though, when they're trying to get out their stuff, that these rules are going to encumber them too much. Then they need a different model. <laughs> yeah, well, the wireless companies do need a different model. But that's, well, but there you go. <laughs> then they need a different model. These rules should apply to all, like, the rules might need to be changed from what the FCC just published. Yeah. But it should be the same rule. You need to be very forward thinking with this. You need to make it future, was it, uh, future proof. But- the problem with trying to make it future-proof is how do we know that our current mindset is going to go the way it is? That's like the um, the 1996 Telecom Act had all this stuff about um, how long-distance carriers are able to do local calls and local co- local phone companies are allowed to do long-distance calls. That was there, was there was actually people interviewing the former FCC chairmen at that time saying, okay, what was your main thought idea on this? And they're back in 1996, they're like, okay, we had to do something with the phone companies. Now those 96 tele- 
telecom rules and the uh, DM, the Digital Millennium Copyright DMCA. Act. Right? Yeah, that stuff is they they weren't even thinking about where we are now. Who would have thought about Twitter? Who would have thought about BitTorrent? This, that, and the other thing. It it wouldn't have been a glimmer in a person's eye. So no, it's hard but, to but they it's hard had to, to put the rules out. It's hard to future proof for stuff that you can't even imagine. Right, I I agree with that. But you can imagine wireless phones having the same throughput as a wired connection. But that's not going to happen for another, what, decade or so? But wouldn't it be better to have those rules in now so that the companies could grow up with those rules and understand them? But the, the problem, which is what most of the companies are saying now, is they can't grow up with those rules. They're too small. They're too underdeveloped infrastructure-wise to let those rules work. That is their current argument. Who knows if that's true or not, but that's what they're arguing is we can't go by these rules because our system cannot handle doing the rules the same way as the wired companies. That's that's what they're saying. Well, find better investors. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't have anything else to say to it. I mean, I understand that, that concern, but without having their financials and their structures in front of me, I can't make that decision, and I don't think you can either. No, I'm just saying but, what they are saying. Yeah. Interesting, though. I mean, yeah. certainly, huh. Yep. All right. Facebook is spying on you. Yeah. Big surprise. Well, not only that, but the, the problem was, which um, already has, they've already issued a fix, and granted, the FT, the uh, members of Congress have asked the FTC to investigate the issue, which no um, Facebook has already fixed the problem, so I don't know what they're going to investigate. Uh, because they might want to look at why the problem was there in the first place. Yeah. But Facebook had some cookies that even after you signed out of Facebook and left the web page and reset your browser, they were, the cookies would stick around and keep track of every other website you visit. Even yep. though you don't have anything, you're not signed into Facebook, this, that, and the other thing, the cookies would still stick around and still go, okay, you're going here, you're going here, you're going there, okay. Yep. So, yeah, now there are um, the cookies are destroyed on logout according to um, Facebook. Okay. So, but still, that's a... Cookies are vicious. Granted, they help the internet run the way it does, so I don't have to keep on logging into, you know, RA Podcast every single time I go to the website. I do. You don't have cookies? I, I tell it to, I never remember to tell it to remember me. I'm the guy who designed the site. I should probably have just put in, like, if it's from my IP address, it's me. Granted, what happens if I'm over there recording with you in person? Then everything gets posted as me. Well, that's kind of sad. Yep. So uh, I, I'm, I, I found another topic real quick. <laughs> Just real quick, uh, the hotel safes, right? You go to a hotel, you have the little electronic safe in your room, yeah. generally in your closet. Yeah. Uh, it seems several varieties and models can be overridden by zero 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 zero. <laughs> Six zeros open the safe. Oh man. Oops. That's the that's the one problem is when you have a lock, there has to be a way of opening the lock. That's its purpose is to store everything but have a way of opening it. It's to be opened, right. Yeah. And there's most likely gotta be a way of opening it even if you've already lost that first quote unquote key. Yes. But zero 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 <laughs> zero zero. It's a bad master key. That is the like second worst master key after one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Oh, that is a bad master key. Bad kind of combination an idiot would have on his luggage. <laughs> She's gone from suck to plow. Yep, I should watch that movie again. Oh. I need to have Laura watch Star Wars before I can watch Spaceballs, though. Laura has not seen Star Wars? Not in its entirety. Laura has not seen Star Wars? No. All right, that just for that, I'm going to now go after her in our Risk game. <laughs> uh, she's not in our Risk game, Andy. Well, then which Laura am I playing against? Limmer. Ah, well, then I will not go after Laura. 
too many people with the same name. Yeah, I know. So gamers help find scientists find planets now? Yes. So we recently had the amazing gamer discovery with protein folding. Yes. NASA has published a game uh, that you, you know, quote unquote game that you look at images and you try and identify things and find abnormalities, et cetera, et cetera. There are certain things that you're looking for and gamers manage to find two planets. Well, supposedly the players have reportedly found 69 possible new planets, but I guess two of them have um, been officiated, I guess? Officialized. Vetted. Vetted works, right? Vetted confirmed, perhaps. But still, now there's... I'm going to have to try this planted hu- Planet Hunters game. Yep. Granted, reading the description, it seems like a very boring game. Well, I mean, this is a combination of, of gamification and crowdsourcing. It's the same thing with the protein folding. Yeah. Very different than fold at home. Yeah, which just runs. And SETI at home. Which also just runs. <clears throat> Most of those at home things just... Yeah, they just run in the background. Yeah. This is pretty cool. All right, so we really need to hit... Um... Okay, yeah. This is what happens when I don't watch the time. I watched the time, but then you brought up another topic. Go, 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 go. Okay, our games. Dave, you had Transportation Tycoon, which sounds like every other tycoon game that was in existence and still is in existence. It sounds like it, but it is not. How or is it might be. It kind of is. <laughs> How it's, is Transportation? So it, it's Railroads, which we've played and talked about. Yes. Right? But it's Rail and Road and Sea and Air. Okay, so basically you're shipping commodities around in... Right, You and it's the same kind of thing as railroads, where like you ship coal from here to here, it becomes steel. You ship the steel from B to C, it becomes a car. Ah, okay. Uh, but it was really, really well done, and it, as I said, it included more than just rail. So, you know, where I go in there and I'm like, oh, Andy's built this rail line, awesome, and I try and steal it, you're like, ah, ha, ha, I'm switching to ships. <laughs> Good luck blocking my path on the water, you jackass. That's what the pirates are for. Yeah. There probably isn't pirates in the game, but that's... There are not pirates in the game. Okay. It would be an interesting mod to have, like, pirates and RPGs to take down the planes. Well, it seems that somebody has actually created an open-source version of the game by reverse-engineering the original game. Indeed. So... Because the original game is uh, abandonware at this point. Yeah, 1994. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody recreated an open-source version of the game. You're on the Wikipedia page, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I do that for any game that you have put on this list that I have no clue about. I played Transport Tycoon was awesome, and in fact, I played it with Hans a couple times. It seems like a Hans game. That is very much a Hans game. It's actually where I learned about Free Enterprise was from Hans. Side note, you could hire people that look like Frankenstein in Free Enterprise. That was always fun. So my game... was Microprose. Oh, man. Microprose did a lot of good stuff, actually. Yeah, it was Microprose. Whatever became of them? Well, you're on your Wikipedia page. Why don't you look? No, I'm not. Oh, I moved away from that. I'm going to Microprose. Wikipedia. Go on about TIE Fighter. Go ahead. Yeah, my game is TIE Fighter, which we have talked about so many times. It's like, I don't know what else we could say about TIE Fighter. (laughs) TIE Fighter. Oh, it was a fun game. That's... What have we not talked about with TIE Fighter? The story. story was good. Being the Emperor's Hand. That was also good, very secretly. I never don't think I actually got through all of the Emperor Hand. I don't know how many Emperor Hand's missions there were, but I never think I got all the way through that. But I don't know. Uh, micro- I don't know if the uh, Emperor's Hand in TIE Fighter is canon, though, is the thing. Oh. Because in the books, there was someone called the Emperor's Hand. It was Mara Jade. Yeah. Um, but it is referenced that there were possibly other hands. She denies that. She well, says I was the only one. 
Of course, it's the first rule in covert operations is deny. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that she honestly believes she is the only one. Oh. It was being used against her, like, you thought you were so special, you were just one. It's like, how dare you? Well, that's the other way. Of, it's the second rule of secrecy, is divide and conquer. Yeah, but then you run into issues of left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. So? So it's easy to trick them. So? I'm thinking more along the lines of the Thomas Crown affair, where you just there's one person who has the master plan, and then he just connects all the parts. And I'm thinking of Cardinal and the Kremlin. Ah, uh, God, that was a good book. Yeah, it felt so At least bad. I think it was Cardinal. Um, they they have to like smuggle the guy out. Yeah, or was that the one after Cardinal and the Kremlin? No, that was the end of Cardinal and Kremlin. Yeah, and they can only do it because the KGB is sectioned off. Yeah. And one half doesn't know what the other half is doing. It's not until two of them actually put their heads together like, oh shit, this is actually a real thing. Uh, John Clark. I'm playing with the gnome that you guys left, by the way. <laughs> you found the gnome. Well, we, we found the gnome a long time ago. In fact, we made sure to pack the gnome. You took the gnome with you. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Yes, we have the gnome. What was I going to do with it? Throw it out? I've got the gnome. It has the KSAL on the shoes. Yep. Right. So we talked about TIE Fighter. Again. Or Andy and Kate on the shoes. There we go. Um, a random review is Dwarfs? about... Yes. Dwarfs with a question mark exclamation point at the end. It's a cute little game. It's another game they, uh, put out by Trip Tripwire. Well, you'd think we were on a Tripwire kick. Perhaps it is because they actually send us stuff to review. Dave was the one who got us on this kick. I'm just going to put that out there. Not my fault that they send us stuff to review. So... Um, I'm pretty glad they send us stuff to review. Actually, I wish more people would do that. So we have uh, the, the dwarfs. dwarfs game. Yeah, dwarfs. No, not dwarfs. Dwarfs? Dwar- I'm just going to say dwarfs from now. Okay, fine. It's a cutesy little retro arcade game. Yeah, it's you're um, in charge of dwarves, which act a lot like um, lemmings. lemmings. Yeah, you, yeah, I thought so too. You play the tutorial, like, as, tutorial as well. Going through it. Um, your goal is basically to uh, survive, dig tunnels, <laughs> try and find gold and treasure and this, that, and, and the other thing. Not die. Yeah, the, there are caves that you have to, um, you don't have to dig into, but... They will eventually dig into them yeah. if you just sit there and do nothing. Because <laughs> it's, it's easier to control them at the beginning because there's only a handful of them, but once you start getting 50, 60, 70 diggers, you can't control them all, and some of them will just start to um, dig randomly. Yep. And sometimes there's uh, lava in the caves. And water. And water and, and um, bad guys. Goblins and other hideous bad guys. God, I hate the spider boss. Ugh. And the Lich King. That also is a nasty one to f- stumble yep. upon. Yep, I've not gotten that far, so thanks for the spoiler. It's in the tutorial. It's in the codex about possible bosses. Spoiler. It's in the instruction manual. <laughs> Who reads the instruction manual? I read the instruction manual. Well, need I say more? <laughs> So it's, it's a, a fun. It's cute. I don't know if I, I mean, what's it on Steam for now? I don't know. Dwarf. You can check that one. Ten dollars. Okay. So check out the demo because it might be worth ten dollars to you. I'm not sure. I found it. Ten dollars. Well, I could have put towards something else. My problem with it is that there there are levels of difficulty and time limits that increase, but there really isn't any progression in the game. Right. There there is no like okay other than trying to get a new high score. You well, but it, that's because it's an arcade game. But an arcade game is good at an arcade. It's like okay, if my only goal is to try and beat my previous score, it's okay. I... Yeah, so I mean, if this were... 
in a cabinet at like a pizza parlor, then I, I might pay like a quarter or 50 cents to play it. And I might play it a couple times. I don't know that I'd play it the 20 or 40 times to make up for the $10. And it kind of gets... Granted, I haven't gotten all the way up to the extremely hard difficulty levels, but some of the difficulty levels are like, okay, I'm just sitting here playing, just waiting for the time to run out. Anytime now. Because I'm just... I'm playing against myself against one of my previous high scores, and yeah. that is not it, it, a good not, enough... Yeah. It's not a good enough reason to play the game. Hey, try and be your previous high score. Uh, that said, all that said, there is a free demo, yeah. and your tastes may vary. <laughs> That's why we don't give scores, I just give my opinion of what I think of it. Exactly. It's a fun game. I've been playing it for a while. I played the 60-minute version at one point. Wow. Yeah. I've played some of the challenges. Some of the challenges are interesting and hard Andy's to hardcore. do. I thought, hey, why not? Okay. So, Dwarfs, I'd say check out the demo, but I'd recommend against buying, personally. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, it, let me rephrase that. If it's on sale, go for it. But at its current price... It's not worth the $10. No. Let's just say, after, now that we reviewed it, am I going to play it again? Yes. Maybe? Maybe? I don't no. know. It's... I, what is, what's my motivation for trying to play the game again? Have you gotten all of the achievements? Yeah, but they're Steam achievements. I don't care about those. Oh, you don't care about Steam achievements. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have, like, a dwarf off. You never know, Andy. Oh, the it only problem with that Omega is the, the, the levels are randomly generated. It could still be an Omega Knot game. Yeah, but the levels are ran- Unless you get up a ba- basically with the um, Left for Dead things, where if you get a mirror of the level for each team, then I could see it as a head-to-head sort of thing. That would be kind of neat. Yeah. But just there's times where I accidentally hit lava right off the bat. Yep. You know how much that like, well, sucks? <laughs> it's like, okay, 60-minute game, blah, 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 lava, dead. Boom, 30 seconds later. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yep. Yep. All right. So, so let's hit the random topic because we are running short of time. Yes. The random topic I rolled ahead of time. Who would you ask for sex advice from and why? Captain Kirk, Spock, Captain Picard, or Worf? Why right. are we only asking those two captains, by the way? Why are we not asking Cisco or Janeway or... Well, Janeway... I... Did she ever actually have sex on the show? I don't know. I know they she just seemed like insinuated a Picard did. Clearly Kirk did. Oh, yeah, because of um, the one girl from... Vaj. Yeah. Lady Vaj. I was thinking, like, Vase? No, that's not no, right. Vaj, who ended up going with Q. <laughs> For a while, and then she's like, God, I hate Q. Yeah. Get me Maybe out of here. Et cetera, et cetera. And Cisco. yeah, he did get it on with the traitor captain. Yep. Whatever her name was. I don't know. <laughs> Cassidy Yates. I still have not gotten through any more DS9s. <sighs> Yeah, well, we've already gone over that, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, Have you read Ready Player Player One yet? No. Okay. It's not on my list of books yet. Yet. I have books that I need to read first. Yep. And then I will read that maybe at some point. Spock, it's... Spock, probably not. What was it? Pon Far or whatever it's called? Yeah. No, I wouldn't... No, like, that's... He Um, he can't control his urges when it happens. It's... Happens once so every it, it really boils down to because uh, I'm I'm throwing out Worf because oh but that I, was hilarious when, I do uh, not have the the strength for Klingon sex. <laughs> there was an episode I swear where uh, um, Will Wheaton's character yes talks to Worf yeah and that, that was the the best or advice that was the best jump cut ever where it just he's asking and all of a sudden Worf it just cuts to Worf going oh and then they throw things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's like biting and scratching. It's like, 
Really? That's huh. interesting. By the way, there are two copies of Ready Player One available at the Kalamazoo Public Library. You know how far away the Kalamazoo Public Library is for me? Well, the Central Library, I assume, is like a half-hour drive. Yeah, there's the Ashtigo, Ashtemo section, but that's still like four miles away. It's Oh, no, four miles. Andy, what are you going to do? Run there? <laughs> I ran six miles today. My legs are killing me. That's my point. Like, you could run almost the entire round trip. <laughs> well, that also reminds me. i got to put that on photocracy. Yes. Um, but it, it is all okay, actually available at the Ashtemo branch. <sighs> I love how all of your bicep curls and tricep curls and everything has earned you 52 points. Yeah, that hurts, too. And I'm just going to, you know, add... Like 400 points. 400, 500 points, something like that. 600 points for running. Bam. Oh, wait until the half marathon shows up. Oh, yeah. Well, did you notice cats on there now? That's how I know how much I'm going to get from a half marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Like two days after she signs on level six. What the hell? Running, man. Hey, I'm telling you, running. I guess, yeah. I, I was going to this morning. I just started feeling nauseous after lifting the weight. So I said, uh, no. Yeah, I felt nauseous after running by um, some roadkill on the side of the road. Ooh. Yeah. Not good. No. Okay, so Worf is out. Spock yeah, is Worf, out. you would do it just for humor. Spock is out because... No. No. <laughs> I would trust Picard's judgment more you know what this comes down to this comes down to the classic kirk versus picard yeah it does (laughs) it always comes back to the captains picard is the superior captain kirk i think has a bit more experience well that was one of the questions that uh sheldon asked leonard before he moved in he's like final question what's the best star trek and leonard had to think about it and he's like the original series but picard is the better captain sheldon's like you may enter On a side note, um, uh, Will Wheaton's going to be on this episode, and I think Brett Spinner's there as well. Brent Spiner? Whatever. Spinner, Spiner, Spunner. No, Andy. You know who I'm talking about. You always know who I'm talking about. most people listening probably don't. The guy who played Data is going to be on the Big Bang Theory, which, okay, so Sulu was on there. He played Data, he played Lore, he played uh, Noonie and Soon. Dr. Soon. I'm just trying to think of all the Star Trek people who have been on the Big Bang Theory so far. Um, I said it to Lamar Lamar Burton. Burton. Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun one. Sulu. Lamar Burton shows up. Yeah, that's the last time I'm doing that. Yeah, and Wheaton. I think that's it. Yep, and then Brent's going to be on there. Shatner's got to show up at some point. Summer Glau has been on there, but she's not Star Trek. I'm aware of that. Don't worry. <laughs> They've had, what, Nobel laureates on there as well? That I don't know. I think they did, because Sheldon, I think, wanted to... That was the part with the Summer Glow episode, where he was actually trying to get a paper to give to some Nobel laureate. Ah. And I think the guy actually showed up at the end. Okay. So, um, I would trust... I granted, I haven't seen... I think I've seen, like, three original series episodes, which, over the length of the original series, is actually not that bad of an amount, but still. I think I would have asked for, from Bones instead. That's who I would have asked. Bones? Bones, yeah. Oh, Bones McCoy. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching the actual series Bones. Ah. So, like, what? No! <laughs> no, Bones McCoy. I would, that... Yeah, I mean, that's we're talking pro- Star you know, Trek, and I say Bones, and you think of Bones? Well, because we had just been talking about Big Bang. <laughs> that's CBS. Bones is on Fox. I'm terrified that you know that. <laughs> House starts on Monday, too. Oh, I gotta catch up. They're all on the internet. That's where I know that. <laughs> Yay, Netflix. Well, that's the classic thing now, is the people complaining that the um, how the cable companies are able to don't have to follow the decency rules according to the FCC because they're cable programs yet most people now go I, it's Fox, TBS, TNT, CNN 
they're all just networks. There's there's the there the line between broadcast networks and cable networks is starting to dissolve blur. Yep. or blur. Blur also works, but yeah, I think I would go with Picard because I haven't seen enough of Kirk to. And, I don't know. I like your idea of Bones. Yeah, Bones would be the one who I would ask. Try to think of any other characters to ask. Well, don't ask. Don't ask uh, Burton. Yeah, Jordy. Jordy always got screwed with the women in the, the next Poor generation. Guy. I mean, he fell in love with a. Uh, Oh, what's her name? Riker. I would ask Riker. <laughs> oh, that also, that was another great part of that episode. Riker and Guinan at the table. Which episode? The one where Will Wheaton's character is asking everybody for advice about relationships. Ah. And what to say. And Riker and Guinan at that table. That one's just... <laughs> You'll have to get me the episode name. I, I'm going to watch that one on Netflix. <sighs> I'll have to find it and let you know. Yeah. But yeah, All I, right. I, I'm going to go with Bones. Okay. I'm going with Riker. <laughs> I love how the question asked us and we said specific uh, people and we're saying fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If, if we had to go from that list, I would go with Picard since I like him better. I haven't met Kirk long enough. I'd go with one of the captains. I'm just not sure which one. <laughs> oh, captain, my captain. No. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you.